Welcome back to the Crooked Spine Show. Why don't we eat fast food every day? The reason is we know this is July 2022. It's not good for us. It can make us feel unhealthy, make us look unhealthy, and long-term cause disease. Today's expert is Alicia Marie. She is the founder of I Am Wellness. She's a health consultant, functional medicine clinician. She helps here to explain how to learn to eat better, how to recover from chronic disease through your nutrition, through your diet, so we can look good and feel good and stay healthy long-term through our diet and through our nutritional habits. Here are a few highlights from our talk today. What is customizing a food plan, how that works, and working with a coach to do that. Understanding what is the American SAD diet and how it contributed to our chronic disease in America, along with what causes inflammation in these diets too. Understanding the importance of mindset Get your mind right before you start a program like this. Understanding it will be sometimes uncomfortable and tough, sometimes not feel good, so long-term you can feel good. Understanding the benefits of accountability through a accountability partner like a coach, like Alicia, to help you get through the process and ask questions and answer them right away so it's not a trial and error thing, error thing for you as you go through this process of changing your overall diet and nutritional plan. Understanding what is a food allergy versus food sensitivity she explains that completely in this overall talk. Understanding what are supplements and how it can help your overall body stay healthy as a way to supplement for foods that do not have the nutrients, the vitamins, and minerals that sometimes we think they may have. And understanding what are what is meal prep programs and how to set yours completely. And the show notes too, should we talk about too, which I'll provide the link of a core food guide to help you start your process of getting healthy and staying healthy. The show notes again has highlights to connect with her on her website, on her Instagram, and her TikTok, along with the food guide plan, along with their previous podcast. And this podcast will be also be a video, which I'll put the link down to her from YouTube too, so you can watch that also. Right? So join my friends, enjoy your week, eat healthier, avoid McDonald's if you can, especially on a daily basis. Have a good week, and I'll see you next week. Hello again, it's Dr. Tony with another guest. Uh, Lisa Marie is a nurse practitioner, okay? She's gonna explain why eating McDonald's is not the best thing for every day. We love McDonald's, we love Burger King, we've all done it when we were kids. I'm old now, so I can't eat it anymore. They, they have an age limit for me. At that point, because of that, we understand in 2022, our bodies can have a food long-term as a diet. Maybe once a week, not a bad deal. But long-term, what, what, what Alyssa's gonna explain is what long-term problems can be such as chronic diseases, fatigue, diabetes, overall body wearing itself out for intended lowering our body up a quality of life, lowering that quality of life. We make our bodies healthy over time. A lot of it is when we eat our food, some people understand there's a link of eating foods, feeling good, looking good, and avoiding disease and feeling happy. We explain that with Marie with her new company, I Am Wellness, her health consulting company, understand her tips she gives her clients, how to keep them and keep them and get them healthy. So Marie, tell me how I got into this. Um, so I've been a nurse practitioner for since 2018, um, yeah. and I got my nursing license in 2011. So I've been in healthcare for over a decade. Um, wow. Seen obviously, I've seen lots of people with chronic diseases, mm -hmm. um, and working in internal medicine. That was pretty much everything we were dealing with: chronic, complex. Um, and I got into this business of doing more of the functional health consultant route because. Um, okay. When I was in traditional medicine, there were a lot of gaps that I was realizing we were um, we had in our care. Because one, you know, we're very limited on our appointment times, mm -hmm. um, so you can't really cover a whole lot of ground 
in one visit. Um, and nutrition, I feel like is nutrition, lifestyle, stress, sleep, I think are one of the main components that is missing in a lot of these visits. Um, and unfortunately, you know, medications that were given are prescribed, they're just kind of band-aids, but they're not really getting down to the root cause of issues like with gut problems, um, anxiety, depression, inflammation. Um, so I've gone more into the functional medicine route, which looks more at that root cause and looking at everyone as a whole, um, seeing, you know, how, are you getting enough sleep? Are you eating the right foods? Um, so that's, that's where I'm venturing now. And I feel like it's going to help a lot of people. Well, I think a lot of you, you said earlier too, people coming in with problems from stress, anxiety, diabetes, a lot of it is making medications and dealing with that issue then may help them right there. But what caused that issue? And how do we, once they leave that, that health concern, now keep them healthy? Mm -hmm. And again, same thing with chiropractors, same thing too. We're in the same wavelength. How do we look at the whole person as a whole? And how do we help them adjust their lifestyle? At that point, they can get their body to stay healthy. At that point, maintain that you're giving them the education, I think, understand how to get there beyond the medical concern or emergency they're having at that moment. Mm -hmm. so yeah. And it, it's hard to, for somebody to, you know, you may go and they tell you, go follow this diet plan, try this weight loss plan, but you don't really have that one-on-one -on -one guidance every step of the way to really tell you if you're doing the right thing or not. So that's what I'm focusing on. I think a lot of it is too, is you're giving them accountability. Mm -hmm. Hey, look, I'm going to check in with you on Tuesday after you go over this weekend but email me, text me any questions you have. So that yeah. when you're someone on their on their front page, you're their coach, their trainer, to make sure they stay on track. Because realize we some people, and I say is they just, they're naive, they don't know. Mm -hmm. Talked about it a minute ago is we don't want them to go to Google and go search everything because then they just get blindsided by go. Never mind, I'm done. I'm gonna go back yeah. to my old way. It feels comfortable, right? Exactly. We want to make people sometimes uncomfortable to make them want to feel that change long term in their overall health not just how they feel today. Yeah. And you want to show them something that's sustainable and that works mm -hmm. for them. You know, people come from different cultural backgrounds. So one diet plan or nutrition plan oh. is not going to work well for everyone if we're not considering those, um, you know, those unique food tastes, what they prefer and how we can kind of work with them to still make it work with what they're, uh, what they like. And I like because you're looking what they like versus what's going to be better for them at the same mm -hmm. time based on what their taste buds want, you know? So we don't have to really want the bad foods all the time, but how do you make the good foods want become more of our normal standard diet, correct? Yes, because uh, there's a lot of alternatives, healthier alternatives that um, I'm learning, you know, some that I've never even heard of, um, like buckwheat pasta versus regular pasta. Um, just a lot of those um in ordinary foods that you don't hear about a lot that are actually good alternatives for um like say for instance i come from a hispanic background so white rice yellow rice was in our diet every day for many years mm -hmm. um, until i realized that it could potentially be very inflammatory and it has all these um carb carbohydrates you know not that carbohydrates are bad but you want the i call them the smart carbohydrate on slowly digestible so you don't get this energy spike and then this crash um, and that still provide nutrition and all those important phytonutrients so it's like quinoa um, brown rice is a better alternative so just little changes like that that mm -hmm. most people are 
opt, uh, apt to try, um, a lot of times can be helpful. And, and starting with that too, how does someone understand what what is a good or bad diet? What is the American diet and how that can be adjusted? So let's walk through some of your topics from one too that you talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the, what is a sad diet? What is that? What does that mean? So the sad diet in um, the nutritional and functional world is what we call the standard American diet. Um, and back in the day, before I knew any better, I was like, oh, that's just wish-wash. You know, I brushed it off and like, you're being dramatic. But um, really, it is a problem because a lot of our diet is processed foods, packaged foods that contain lots of um, ingredients, hormones, especially in like non-organic foods that can throw off the balance of our gut um, and cause, I call them gut disruptors. So they can affect your hormone balance. Um, cause what a lot of people probably have heard of leaky gut syndrome because um, all these processed ingredients, artificial sweeteners, um, are all inflammatory and can cause inflammation in our gut and affect uh, absorption of very important uh, nutrients and can cause issues like, uh, like there's this, you can refer to the gut as like a second brain because we have that enteric nervous system and we have neurotransmitters in our gut that can help regulate our mood. Um, so depression, anxiety could a lot of times relate to your gut. Um, and just this, these, that standard American diet has a lot of artificial um, and then, you know, fruits and vegetables that are contaminated with a lot of pesticides, herbicides can also be very toxic to the body and just throw everything off and give you um, all these troublesome symptoms. A lot of people understand that. I mean, I remember my my dad. He would talk about his doctorate and what they would say back then, back in the six seventies, like having a hot dog, a hamburger, and a beer every day. What's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. We're changing our 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 if you want to call it our sciences now, backing up our health process of hey, mm -hmm. look, information out there. When we do this, it causes inflammation, it causes stress, it causes diabetes, it makes our overall body unhealthy. So now that we know that, people like yourself can now get out there, Alicia, and help people understand the real truth of what's making them feel different based on what they're eating, correct? Yes, and it can contribute to these, what you call the metabolic syndrome. So mm -hmm. that's why, you know, chronic diseases like high blood pressure, diabetes, even thyroid issues, all this inflammation can affect your thyroid. And a lot of times just reducing this inflammation and eating um, you know, clean whole foods can reduce that inflammation, potentially um, relieve that stress on your thyroid. It allows your overall body and what, what I interpret it as to get healthier by doing certain things that are more natural versus mm -hmm. depending on your medications to do everything for you that has a lot of side effects. When you eat better food, is there a lot of side effects? When you eat better food, mm -hmm. uh, other than probably feeling better. Mm -hmm. um, possibly getting off your medications. Um, what? You know, I'm not trying to tell people to cold turkey stop your medications. You know, it, it's going to be a process. Because mm -hmm. um, yes, you know, medications they've done wonders for things like cancer oh. and obviously, you know, thyroid supporting the thyroid. But um, you also want to figure out what's going on underneath. And, well, I'm talking mm -hmm. about is how do we, for example, if someone says your blood work is bad, we're going to put you on these medications. Let's make your blood work better by changing your diet to make your overall body, that blood work better. So when you go back, doctor, see doctor, now I'm better. Can I have the medication? They go, well, I guess I can't argue with you that. I can't argue with you. Mm -hmm. 
So you're giving them a reason why, because you've done the work. It takes the work. What kind of mindset do you need to get your body to change your eating habits and things like that? So mindset's very important because you could be doing all the right things, changing your diet, being very active. But if you don't have that positivity um, and that positive mindset and learning how to relieve stress in your life, um, getting better sleep and just having a positive outlook that you can do these things, it Mm -hmm. totally changes. It can really be life changing and really help you make these changes and sustain them instead of this roller coaster of symptoms that a lot of us are probably familiar with. Or the eating yang diet where I'll diet for a couple months and all of a sudden I go off my diet and then these problems come back again. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's it's not unusual for someone to have a, a slope downwards and then they just want to give up. But if you have that positive mindset and just know that the only way out is to go back up and get back on your feet, um, it's really going to help you go a long way. And, and going that way too, I think are getting a lot of people to do when you have a coach, a one-on-one consulting like with Alicia allows you to understand, hey, look, there's someone accountable. I have to be accountable too. There's that adult, I want to call it adult peer pressure where I have to do it or I, why am I wasting my money? Why am I, why am I doing this? When you hire a consultant, realize you allow you to now pay to pay attention to make sure you're getting it done. You're committing to it financially. So why not do the commitment and want to call it emotionally or mentally to make sure your body follows through so your body can change Mm-hmm. That's when you accept it as your normal routine habit diet versus I'm going to do it for a couple months and come off of it again. Yeah. Accountability, knowledge, communication. Mm-hmm. Those are the three most important things in helping you reach your goals. Um, and surrounding yourself with people that support you, um, getting away from the negativity and just believing in yourself can get you a really long way. And once you believe in yourself long enough and see the results, you go, oh, it does work mm-hmm. for you. But once you get that, then it keeps you motivated to keep going, keep going, keep going. Mm-hmm. And then the, that knowledge aspect is, you know, once. So what I do is I, you know, I go through a, a case review with each client and I really look at have a bird's eye view of what's going on. Um, I get a full health history from birth to present, everything they've tried in the past. And then if anything, you know, even without lab work. Once we do that 90-minute case review, it really gives you an idea of get some clarity of what's going on and even just help you be a better advocate for yourself and know what the action plan needs to be. So, you know, even if someone decided, um, you know, after the program, they could still advocate for themselves and be accountable and know how to proceed. We're giving someone the big picture of their health. Okay, like when you do this, this you had this food allergy. Let's get you off of this one. When you mm-hmm. this, you're giving them the, the what they would never get in, in healthcare using their health insurance. Allow them to now to see the big picture of why am I getting this? Because mm-hmm. because again, people are naive. They don't know. They're not. They're not nurses. They're not doctors. They're yeah. not nutritionists. So now they get someone to actually bounce ideas off of, and that point give them a better plan of when you of narrowing it down to keep themselves healthy. Correct. Yeah. And people love knowing what's going on in their body. They love finding out and they're like, okay, so that's what's going on. That's mm-hmm. what I need to change. Um, and people are drawn to a lot of those things when they really get to know internally what's going on and what they can do to fix it versus just trying trial and error all the time and not really getting anywhere and not having any guidance or support. Um, yeah. You really need that somebody in your back pocket. Good. And it allows them not to, like you said a second ago, take away the anxiety of if I try this, what's going to happen? 
there, there's no guessing game anymore. Mm-hmm. It makes it, in my sense, it makes it in a, a, a sarcastically less exciting. Yeah. yeah. In a good way, right? That's mm-hmm. what you want to see. You want things like, if I do this, I get this result. That way, yes. guessing game gives them more confidence to do the right thing to get themselves healthy. Yeah. And sometimes it's just those simple changes that you didn't realize that can really make a difference. And talk about too with different meal plans for different people when you after you assess them, what are common things that you see that correlate certain symptoms with different type of food or or nutrition plans? So I, I recently got certified in therapeutic nutrition. So basically, uh, developing a nutrition plan specific to one's health goals and their symptoms. Um, for instance, there's a core food plan, which is just somebody that overall wants to be healthy. Um, regulate their blood sugar, reduce inflammation, um, just overall, just maintain a healthy weight and just make sure they're eating the right things. And mostly that's, you know, whole foods, focusing on organic. Um, and I'll get into a little that a little bit too, because I know organic foods can be expensive. Um, but there is a website, the Environmental Working Group, that changes different times of the year. And that can kind of guide you into what foods you really should focus on getting organic versus what you can kind of get away with um, sticking with in-season fruits as well. Um, so focusing on just a clean, whole food eating, it's not very restrictive. It's just, you know, doing those simple swaps, alternative foods. Um, and then you get into the more detailed plans, like um, there's an anti-candida food plan or like an anti-yeast food plan. For people that have a lot of GI symptoms, if we suspect that there's a fungal overgrowth in the gut, which is very common and is usually due to processed foods, uh, refined sugars, um, processed flours, you know, things that are contained in that sad diet generally. Um, It's just Mm -hmm. kind of resetting your gut to heal it and then slowly reintroduce um, some healthier foods. Um, and then there's also food plans for someone that's having low energy or maybe they're not feeling focused or they have an actual diagnosis of um, uh, IBS or IBD, SIBO, okay. which is um, inappropriate bacterial overgrowth. So there's a food plan that some people may have heard of called a FODMAP food plan, a low FODMAP. So that's an anti-inflammatory diet. Okay. Um, It's a little more restrictive, but it's focused on healing that gut, reducing processed foods, reducing uh, gluten-containing foods. So all these little changes, depending on what your symptoms are. Um, And there's a, you know, cardiometabolic food plan. If you have, you know, whether if you were told you're pre-diabetic or if you're diabetic, um, you're overweight, you have high blood pressure. So focusing on those kind of food plans can really get you back on the right track. Good. And also food allergies. How do you deal with people with food allergies? So there's, it's important to differentiate food allergies from food sensitivities. Got it. Okay. So food allergies are to test for, and that's usually testing what's called IgE antibodies. And that is to test for those foods that cause you immediate symptoms, like, you know, anaphylaxis, hives. Those immediate symptoms you want to stay away from, you know, like people. That's with way too upsetting, yeah. Way too, way too much. Sorry. Yeah, and then food sensitivities are more of like a delayed food or more like a food intolerance. So yeah. there may be things that you're intolerant to that don't give you those immediate symptoms, like the aller- like the anaphylaxis or the food allergy symptoms. 
Um, those test for what's called IgG antibodies. Okay. Um, and that can cause, you know, intolerance symptoms can cause some of those things like chronic headaches, frequent bloating, okay. um, depression, anxiety, uh, difficulty sleeping. Um, so that's the difference between food allergy and food sensitivity. And there's mixed information about food sensitivity testing as far as accuracy. You know, some people will say, oh, it's not really accurate because it could be telling you you're sensitive to something you've been eating for a long time. Okay. But on the other side of that, you could have been eating something for a very long time and you just developed an intolerance to it and it shows up on your sensitivity test. Um, for me, for example, I took it myself because okay. I like to experiment things with myself too. Sure. Um, and I found out I had a sensitivity to egg whites and I've been sure. eating egg whites for as long as I can remember, especially when I had tried keto in the past, I was eating okay. eggs every morning. Yeah. Um, but I noticed I was having frequent symptoms with bloating and just feeling nauseous and just always run down. So I've actually started avoiding egg whites and you know eggs themselves. Um, a lot of breads contain egg white, so oh, yeah. I've been avoiding that. And I have actually noticed a difference. I don't feel as bloated and nauseous and run down all the time. Um, mm -hmm. So it's really eye-opening what some of these tests can give you, that um, these like functional labs can get a lot of information that a lot of traditional medicine you know, insurance will probably not cover. Not, your arm's still on. Why are you coming to my insurance and wanting to me to charge my insurance, right? Or why <laughs> want to authorize insurance for this mm -hmm. well, a lot of it, if, if our quality of life is good enough that's normal health care the problem is we want our quality of life to go here where we don't feel bloated we don't feel run down we don't feel uh we don't have headaches on and off we don't mm -hmm. feel body aches where we shouldn't feel body aches we want a better quality of life so it requires you to come out of pocket to get that extra health care sorry mm -hmm. this is america this is what we do okay? yeah but it works. <laughs> it works. It works. It works. Yeah. You're, you're telling people, okay, and, and and me too, I want a better quality of life so I can not only feel good now, but if I don't feel good now, how's it affect me later? Mm -hmm. These problems build up over time in your body. So now you have, you realize one day you wake up, you're 60 years old, you have cancer. Mm -hmm. You have a long-term health condition that you could have prevented when you were younger because you didn't spend that extra 10, 15 bucks to buy that better food at the store. Yeah. And that's a good point, too, is, you know, even though eating healthier foods, unfortunately, organic healthier foods are more expensive mm -hmm. it, in the long run. If you have good health, you're going to save yourself a lot of money spent on medical bills and procedures yeah. and doctor's visits. So it really, um, to me, is, is worth the investment and worth the, you know, these days, you know, things are a lot more expensive. So um, oh gosh, don't even talk yeah. about gas prices. It's crazy. Yeah. Especially in California, we have like six dollar gas prices. It's crazy. I right? know. I heard. <laughs> I, I like ride my bike to to work now, just to make it easier. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And, yeah. and with yours too, going to from quality of life, how does supplementation work with your clients? Do you have them buy? Do you have them get vitamins? Do you have them do minerals? What do you do for supplementation, or do you recommend that off the bat? So first, after I implement just like a core mm -hmm. food plan for them that works, getting that that. I call it the, or it's called the phytonutrient spectrum. So getting a rainbow of fruits and vegetables that have all kinds of nutritional properties. You can get a lot of great nutrition just from eating the right foods. Mm -hmm. um, there's also testing um, that I can do to actually test each individual for specific nutritional deficiencies. 
Good. And then we can support that either with supplements or just dieting, you know, whatever their preference is. Good. A lot of it is you're giving them the baseline of where their body is. Mm -hmm. And because everyone's diet is different, what they're deficient in, or even if you want to call overloaded on too, at that point, how do you narrow down their, their nutrition plan every day to make it more efficient for them? And, it, you know, just like many things, it's going to be a little bit of trial and error, you know, kind of figuring out what works for them, what they, you know, I might say, oh, go try this food if you never tried it, but they might not like it. So, you know, we're always going to change and reevaluate um, and just work together and figure out what's going to work best for them. And it's a lot of it, you're customizing it for them because you're getting getting feedback from them. Okay, this didn't work for you. Try this, try this. So that point, they're, they're just going to basically narrow down to efficient meal choices or even food choice you can have every day, every week, and not feel like it's going to cause problems or they're going to have issues down the line or they can't go out that day or they're going to feel run down. So you're giving them the health perspective versus being sick on and off because they just don't know. Yeah. And if they want to meet, you know, once a month and do have me on a video call and go through the pantry and tell them, nope, don't eat this, don't eat that. What do I need to get from the store? Uh, we'll go, you know, get this and, you know, help them with the grocery list. So, Really, it's, it's literally having somebody with you all the way, every step of the way to, to help you make those changes and know what you're doing. Isn't it amazing how much food we waste also? That yeah. Sometimes yeah. we'll buy because they have like, if you buy four, you get the fourth, the fifth free or something like that. So you buy mm -hmm. the five, all of a sudden, six months later, we, we see that can expire, that food expired. So you're helping them realize not only being efficient, but in the long run, even saving money with foods they're not going to want to even eat in the future. Yeah. And it's like, if you buy a bunch of vegetables, you want to make sure that you kind of plan out your week or your days to know, okay, am I going to be able to have time to make this before it goes bad or expires? So, you know, you don't want to get too much and then it all starts going bad. <laughs> and that's the thing is we all love to shop at Costco and Sam's, even, even Walmart too, and buy the big fan pack because it's cheaper per mm -hmm. pound per ounce. We don't eat it though what what happens we're gonna throw it out yeah it's all about planning ahead too yes um, yes yeah meal planning you know it, it's great it, it's just a matter of giving yourself setting that time think of it like like making an appointment and mm -hmm. just planning your meals for the week um and that just makes things so much easier um things like crock pots can make a lot you know people that have busy work lives mm -hmm. there's tons of crock pot recipes out there slow cookers there's ways that you can, there's ways that you can use that work with your lifestyle. It's, and when you think about it, once you get down to it and you start talking to people, you usually go, well, that seems very easy. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't, it's not complicated. They just didn't know. They didn't know that was a choice for them. Yeah, exactly. Do you recommend people to do meal prep plans too, where someone say picks up, picks up packages of meals for every week? Do you recommend that also? Um, are you referring to like some of those like HelloFresh plans and whatnot? Yeah, like the, the Lean Feast or the other ones too that are out there. Um, there's there's a lot of these smaller ones too that do that. I have about three or four locally here. And mm -hmm. they'll set up maybe, a, 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 I see a 10 meal, 10 prep meals for you for the week or even five or six, whatever you want to do. So those will be set up for you so you can go pick them up or they drop them off your house. Boom, you're good for, you're good for maybe four or five days. Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't have anything against them. You just want to make sure you're choosing the right ones, that they're not full of, you know, because a lot of prepackaged items are very processed, have tons of salt in them, but you loaded 
and um, just give you those symptoms. But, you know, for some people, sometimes it's just, uh, you know, you just want to be smart about choosing the right ones. Well, and even then, if you're, instead of going to, for example, talk about McDonald's earlier, now you're doing something a little bit healthier. If we a little bit healthier, a little bit healthier, at that point over time, we can adjust and step by step, okay, what else can I do? Because I'm still not feeling good. What else can I, what can I focus on? Or instead of getting, say, for example, four different five meals, maybe I'll do one or, one or two, at that point, see how that feels to me also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if you're out and about, there are, you know, there are some healthier options you can do, like getting a salad from McDonald's. Maybe, I mean, I, I just don't like McDonald's at all, but um, there are ways to work around when you're out and about and busy to choose those healthier options. You just don't want to make it uh, a habit of doing so. Yeah. Even though I, I have one, I mentioned McDonald's, I have one about one, two buildings over and the line is always packed. Jeez. I'm like, how do people not know this stuff? I will say Wendy's has some delicious salads. <laughs> I don't okay, know okay. Wendy's I to try them and see. I mean, for me, I'd rather go home and make a salad myself. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not that hard to do. When you have the ingredients, do it yourself. It, yeah. it, but again, it's learning those things that work for you that mm-hmm. are quick and easy. That one give you the nutrients you need for that day, that afternoon, that, that period of time to keep yourself healthy, keep yourself strong. Yeah. And I have a great example I just used yesterday. You know, if you want spinach to some people, it's uh, I have to get the pan out, put the heat on. So what you can do is just put it in, you know, microwave safe bowl. You put a couple handfuls of spinach in there, put a lid on it with a little bit of water, put it in the microwave for a minute and you have steamed spinach. Nothing oh. wrong with that. Is it uh it's that's technology, correct? Yeah. Easier. And then yeah. if you have some, um, you know, there's some, there's some decent choices for frozen chicken out there that's pre-cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, pre-cooked isn't always best, but if you're in a hurry and you're trying to stay healthy, you can throw in some some chicken in there with that spinach, add a little olive oil, and there you go. Do you recommend people buying the chickens like at the supermarkets too? Like at Albertsons, Vons, where they have the pre-made chickens like in a bag? Uh, well, a lot of – it depends. Some of them, if they're – like I always go for, you know, Publix, there's Greenwise, which are more the organic – Okay. No hormones added, um, no antibiotics. I mean, some there's probably going to be traces of antibiotics anyway because you don't want to eat foods from sick, sick uh, cows or chickens, right? Yeah, it's like chicken um, has like only one wing and it's like doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah, Never yeah. Mind. So you know, if you're just smart about the options that you choose, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Good, good, good. And go to your go to your your food is it your um your core food plan? How does that work? Yeah, so I just um, put that on my website last night. It's a free download, and it's just a core, standard, whole, healthy food plan that can really work for anyone. Um, it's focused on lean, um, healthy proteins, mm-hmm. healthy fats and oils, whole grains, organic, you know, um, unsweetened, unprocessed, just for good overall health. And then, of course... You know, from there, if someone needs further fine tuning, then there's those other nutrition plans that we talked about earlier. Um, it's a good resource to know, it just kind of lists uh, items that are, you could take it with you to the grocery store or to make your grocery list and refer to that. Like, what kind of protein should I buy? What kind of fish? What kind of nuts and seeds? So all those 10 categories of foods I have outlined there for you. Um, and you can feel like you're choosing smarter items when you go to the grocery store. Um, You're getting some a way to start getting to a better yeah. nutrition plan 
so they have better foods to choose from. Because we're all going to eat, correct? We're all going to eat something. Can we eat something better for us by using it? I love that. At that point, you're giving them a choice. Okay, I'm going to choose this instead of what I normally do and see how I feel with it. When you do something like that, a core food plan, how does that affect someone, say, say a month out? What would they expect? Not expect, but what would they what would help them with, with their health? Oh, well, they, you know, depending on any underlying conditions they may have, say if someone's pre-diabetic or diabetic, they may notice their blood sugars are more regulated. You know, if they are checking it often or have one of those continuous sensors, um, somebody may feel better, more energetic because these foods are higher in fiber as well. So even the carbohydrates that are in there, they're high in fiber and they won't give you that that energy spike and crash. So it helps you may feel more sustained energy, less fatigue. Um, you know, hopefully that's that's my goal. Um, and then if if someone's still having issues there, then we want to fine tune that. I think you're giving someone a good baseline to go for. Okay, now you're still having this. What else can we do to kind of help you? Exactly. And I love the accountability. You're helping someone not only from the back end, get the blood work done. Let's get to find out what's going on from a broad perspective. What allergies you have what tonsils you have to then, okay, let's air things down so you can help them be accountable for their overall health plan to get mm -hmm. them and keep them healthy. Yeah, have that they can be in control of how they feel and feel like they're in control because they have the knowledge and the resources and the guidance there. You're there, you're making what I call it is you're making them their best doctor. <laughs> yeah. They're back from yeah. nutritionist to make Being, them You are your best health advocate. You know your body, you know how you feel. Um, so it's, that's really the goal is to help people be better advocates for their health and know what's going on. Um, Cause you know, you're not going to have a, a coach for your entire life, most likely. Oh yeah. You're helping them learn how to do that, giving them the tools. So at that point it's up to them. They want to kind of follow through with it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Anything else for your first show ever in the sense where you've done all the work and the show notes, I'm going to have, I have all the links for your, not only your core food plan, but also links to connect with you directly along with your article you did too in the um, the Shout Out LA uh, a few months, or was it a month ago, a couple months ago? How long oh, ago? last month, yeah. Well, yeah, so that point, mm -hmm. phenomenal article explained to you are how you help people and how to connect with you. And I also added to that core food guide a checklist at the end. It's like a symptom checklist to see if, you know, give you clues as to whether something might be something going on in your gut. So I added that in there as a little bonus. Nice. Look at these little mm -hmm. bonuses here and they're phenomenal. Good. Anything else to add for your first show? Um, I think we covered a lot. <laughs> we, did, we did. We did. And we gave someone an idea. Okay. Now, if I, if I have problems, how do I get things started? And you're getting yeah. some momentum to get things going. So someone who wants to be accountable, connect with you, Alicia, and get them, get their health straight overall. What's your biggest takeaway take from the show today? What's your biggest takeaway? So what I was going to say is um, I, I live by that motto, you are what you eat and you feel what you eat. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's not just a saying, uh, you know, the more I study and read about gut health and how many chronic diseases are related, the more I'm just fascinated at how, you know, sometimes simple things that we're missing can really take care of a lot of problems. And you're going to help them understand what those simple things are. Mm-hmm. Good, good. You did a good job today. Thank you for all your information and knowledge. Hope you had fun with it too, and it was fun. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. One, one big last smile for the audience, and we'll get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.